0: If you're a follower of Jesus and you have a three-ring binder with paper in it, you could change the world for good in the light and life and power of the Holy Spirit and the justice that the Bible describes that transcends all our senses of justice. But it's going to be a long, boring, but faithful and ultimately kingdom-glorious road. So I'm trying to both do something and mock something at the same time. I want you to be inspired to be faithfully present as a follower of Jesus everywhere you find yourself. I want you to know your purpose as a follower of him in your neighborhood, place of business, and especially community. And that sounds so individualistic, but it's never individualistic. It's for God's glory, the good of neighbor, and then the satisfaction that you get. The people that troubled me the most in faith, in politics, in life, are those that don't know their purpose. And that sounds so individualistic, and it's so ironic how individualistic it sounds because our purpose is found so gloriously in God and desiring to honor him and him alone and then desiring to serve our neighbor. So here's the deal. Last week, a man gave a very inspiring talk at the church, and I would encourage you to listen to it. His name is Michael Distefano, and he was integral in beginning an Amira house in the state of Connecticut. A-M-I-R-A-H. If you don't know what I'm talking about, stop this short podcast and Google it. A-M-I-R-A-H. It's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful organization. And a church member stopped me later in the week and said, I want to give them some of our land so that they can build another house here. And I love that, and that's not going to happen in the short term, but maybe, who knows, who knows. But that's the wrong way to apply a sermon on the beauty of God's justice coming to this earth as best we can mediate it. A better application is, maybe I can find a group like this to pray for regularly. Maybe I can give them $5 a month. I mean it. Maybe I can volunteer for them once a month. They have a staff of over a dozen, and it takes 60 volunteers to actually help these eight women fully get out of and get out of trafficking and then be, get into the world in terms of what they need psychologically, spiritually, vocationally, and humanly. We want to be inspired and then go do something big and fast and now for Jesus. And that's actually not what he said to do. He said to follow him and to be faithful to his call and calling in all the places we find ourselves, with our actual neighbors, in our actual community, in motels on the Berlin Turnpike of Connecticut, praying And taking notes. And the notes were simply to help them pray and to help them, should the ministry grow into something else. That's the only reason she did it. She believed in the power of prayer and the kingdom and the person she was working with from the Underground, another lovely organization in Connecticut. Five years later, the notes in her three ring binder, full of paper, with her excellent handwriting, became part of legislation that forces all hotels, motels, and inns in the state of Connecticut to give every employee education in anti-trafficking efforts, how to spot trafficking, how to locate law enforcement, etc., etc. But here's the thing. If that excites you, remember the hours and hours and hours sitting in a car, praying, sometimes the ignition is on. If it's negative 12 like it is today, sometimes the ignition is not. The opportunity before us, friends, to make a difference, the opportunity to do what Christ calls us to do, the opportunity to pursue God's shalom and justice and peace and reconciliation in the world begins with things the world does not esteem as very big or very valuable. When we're looking for big fast now, our ways are different than Jesus's ways. But when we seek to be faithful to him in regular ways, sometimes he lets us see the powerful way that the Holy Spirit is going to use what look like small things in the hands of a mighty, all-powerful, ever-pursuing-in-love God.